Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Yes, folks. This is the wrestling debate for Wednesday, August the... Why say August? April seventh. Boy, I'm wrong. I'm <laughs> a, wow. Talk about a blooper right out of the reel there. April seventh, two thousand sixteen. Welcome to the new improved wrestling debate, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Ice Man, Jerry D. one half of the trio known as Team NWO Madness. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show lined up for you. One seven two four 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 four. 7044, caller ID number 139925. You can talk to us right now. And with me right now, one half of the uh, member of Team Madness is Miss Madness herself, the Queen of Madness, the First Lady of Wrestling, shall we say, one of our First Ladies of Wrestling, the Black Widow herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, how are you tonight? I am good, thank you. All right, very good, very good. I am good as well. And, of course, we will be expecting the other member of our Madness team, the brother of ours, however, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, King Beer, King Unicorn, if you will, however, joining us here in just a little bit. And, of course, Captain we got Captain Unicorn. Captain Unicorn. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Captain and King Unicorn, all one. Yes, he is all those things, as we said. As I gave him that title nickname about a week ago, and that's stuck, and it has stuck ever since. Well, we will be talking about a great debate here in just a little bit, however, but we are going to dive into some wrestling talk here, of course, uh, this is uh, not pertaining to our big topic tonight, however, but eventually we will get Gerard's uh, moment here to debate on this tonight. However, the de- moment that we're going to talk about here just a little bit, uh, Michelle, obviously one of the stories we're following in the world of wrestling today is that your boy, Bobby Roode, apparently has signed a WWE deal, and it looks like that the WWE has got themselves a big free agent in a lot of ways. Um, It's about damn time. Yes. Uh, I know he was in there before, but I think that if <clears throat> it is good that they are bringing him back, but I just wish that they would bring James Storm back as well. Um, you know, keep beer money going because they're such a dynamic, awesome tag team. Uh, but I guess we'll see what happens with that. I'm not really sure. Certainly, certainly. Of course, uh, we will definitely keep our eyes and ears peeled on that. And uh, looking ahead, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as uh, we said, and you mentioned tag teams, we're going to be looking at another tag team that will be making their WWE debut, however, coming up tomorrow night on SmackDown in Houston, however, and that is the Vaude Villains, Aiden English and Simon Gotch. Your take about these guys? Uh, they're, a, they're a great tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also, uh, since Enzo and Cash have made their debut, that with them coming in as well, the tag team division will get stronger, which is what it needs right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all of our injured, I was going to say soldiers, Jesus, wrestlers, yes. uh, are slowly coming back one by one. So hopefully, I'm guessing by summertime, we'll have a very strong WWE division superstars with the women and the men. Yes, yes, I would have to agree there. And obviously, of course, we're going to talk more about 
Uh, some of the names uh, returning, including uh, the Viper, Andy Orton. Of course, we had one big return earlier this week in the Swiss Superman, Antonio Cesaro, who uh, returned on Monday night to be in the main event of that fatal four-way. And, of course, came within a whisker of uh, becoming the new number one contender, but it turned out to be the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, on Monday night that, uh, let's just say, surprised everyone by uh, continuing his very good start in 2016 in his WWE career by becoming the new number one contender. Well, speaking of TNA, let's talk a little bit about TNA from last night's show, if we can. Of course, a lot went down. Of course, Drew Galloway took on Matt Hardy for the TNA Championship. Jeff Hardy took on Eric Young on in a cage match, but we also had a surprise, however, in the form of a new knockouts champion in the form of uh, Jade, believe it or not, as she defeated Gail Kim in Madison Rain. Your thoughts about this one, Michelle? Um, I was disappointed because I'm a huge Gail Kim fan. Um, never really liked the dollhouse much. Um, I was hoping that she would retain, but I have to give credit to Maria once again because I'm telling you, you know, when she was in WWE, she wasn't shit. But they brought her up to TNA, and this shit that she's doing with her husband and the miracle and, and all of that is absolutely freaking brilliant. Um, I I like Maria. I mean, I liked her when she was in WWE, but I like her a lot better now. Um, but I really, really did want Gail to retain because I really, you know, I love her. I mean, not love her, but I'm a great friend of hers. Yes, certainly. I understand what you're saying. Yes. And, of course, uh, we told you in the main event, Drew Calloway took on Matt Hardy. Of course, Drew did win the title, or should I say retain the title. But next week, however, we got a great match lined up for you in TNA. It'll be Bennett taking on EC3. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, my vote is for Mike Bennett. Um, yes. I think he is a very underrated superstar on TNA. I think he has a lot of talent and potential. Uh, once again, I think a lot of people don't understand his character line and the way that he's going with it. Uh, EC3, he's always been a strong competitor. <clears throat> yes. Um, I love watching the matches that he's in. My son is a huge fan of EC3. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am pulling for Mike Bennett. Yes, certainly, certainly. And uh, we will definitely let you all know what happens next week, but uh, it should be a great, great match nevertheless. Now we're going to take you, uh, tell you about what happened last night. However, as we said, WWE was in Houston, Texas last night. It was quite an interesting night, however, on main event and SmackDown, and we will tell you what exactly went down and uh, get your thoughts on this, Michelle. So let's begin by telling you what went down. Uh, the opening matchup of the night was a dark match, surprisingly, as you would expect, and the dark match pitted Dolph Ziggler beating Stardust. Your thoughts about this? Um, Stardust is another one I think is very underrated, and I, and I don't say that based upon the family line genetics that he comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need to utilize his character a little bit better. I know that he, he plays a great heel. Um, he plays the Stardust character very well. Yes. Um, I just would like to see him do something more along the lines face, mm-hmm. but yet still have that asshole attitude mentality. Yes. Um, Dolph Ziggler, I absolutely love Dolph Ziggler. I think that he's a great person, competitor, everything, especially watching him on Total Deal and seeing a different side of him. Yes. Um, 
certainly. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a good match. Yeah. Well, that was our warm-up match, and of course that leads us to our big matches of the show, and here's what the matches were in no particular order. The first match of the night, uh, our boys, the New Day, took on the Ascension and made it look pretty easy. Your thoughts about that? Uh, well, the Ascension to me is a joke. Yes. Um, they're basically a you know, hawk and animal wannabe, and good luck with that, because they'll never, ever, ever compare to them. Yes. Uh, New Day... New Day, to me, seems to be getting a lot stronger each and every week. Um, I think they are a good, you know, three-way tag team, um, mm-hmm. action, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the New Day. I, I, I think they're really stepping it up. Yes, I would agree. And I would agree with you about the Ascension. I mean, I thought when they were coming up to the roster, they were going to be a big name and a big pun. And ever since they made those remarks a year ago, it's just like they continue to de-push them and just absolutely waste them in more ways than one. Uh, up next is another guy that you and I have been talking about along with Gerard and everyone else on the panel. Uh, the Mr. End of Days himself, Baron Corbin, defeating Vandango. Your thoughts about this one? Vandango, uh, another one that could be... That is very underrated, but... <laughs> once again, they want to make him, you know, the dancing John Travolta of WWE or something. I'm not really sure what they want to do with that. Um, Baron Corbin is a big son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. He really is a huge dude. Yes, he is. Uh, he is the next Kevin Nash, you know, to me. That's exactly what he reminds me Yeah, he's me of. tall, he's mean, he's, he definitely finds a way to get the job done, and that finisher at the end of days is just very yeah. lethal. I mean, his movements, his mentality, his attitude, everything reminds me a lot of Nash. And I think if WWE's smart, they'll give him a good push, not necessarily for the world title right now, but they'll push him towards some kind of title and utilize his character right because, you know, all these ones coming over from NXT aren't coming over for nothing. They're hungry. They're going to want gold. You yes, know? big time. I would agree. I would definitely agree. And I think Baron Corbin could be a guy to keep an eye on, certainly without question. And speaking of NXT, we have two NXT divas at one time, however, now WWE divas, however. Uh, one of our faves, however, the lovely, beautiful Gothic Paige, however, taking on Emma in the main event, and Paige made it look pretty easy by defeating Miss Emma. Uh, I'm not a fan of Emma. I never have been. Yeah. Uh, that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's very weak. Yes. Uh, I think she still needs a lot of work on her in-ring abilities. Yes. Paige is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I respect Paige more than just as for her as being a wrestler, but as as an individual. Yes, I would um, too. Definitely, I I feel the same way. Uh, you know, watching her on Divas and everything else, the respect she shows her fans and the things that she does and all of that, she's great. Paige and Ring is great. I think that, you know, they shouldn't have set it up for Paige to have gotten beaten by Emma when she made her debut at WWE. That was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because Emma, like I said, she's weak. Yes. She is, she, she's worse than Eva Marie. Oh, I would agree. I would agree. The the new look with the hairstyle and the sunglasses, she thinks she's Miss Hollywood, if you will. And just it just it's it's ridiculous. I mean, the only time I think she was any good, I mean, she had that little twerking thing going on, how with the uh, 
walk like an Egyptian dance floor, and then, of course, she got this new attitude, and now she's, like, thinking she's badass, and that she isn't. I mean, I watched a match with her last week when she and Dana Brooke took on Askua in the U.K., and I'll tell you what, Askua just beat the living dog meat out of her in the U.K., and this was back in December. And, uh, like I said, I'd say in the last few months, how it just seems like Emma has just totally gone from being this bubbly, smiley, happy diva to this no-nonsense, badass self-heller thinking she's greater than everyone, Howard, and I don't think she is. And like you said, I think she has to stay down next to quite a bit, Howard, to get better on the mic, get better in the ring. If she doesn't, however, then she could be shown the door. But I think she needs a lot of improvement in every sense of the word. I think that they should have kept her in NXT. She is one that should not have been brought over. I would agree. I would definitely agree with you, no question about it. <laughs> she's not ready. No, no, I definitely agree there. I would definitely agree there. And speaking of which, that leads us into our SmackDown Now show for tomorrow night. Of course, in case you don't want to know the spoilers, too little too late. Sorry, guys, we're going to kind of open up Pandora's box here and kind of spoil it for you. Uh, here's what we got for you, ladies and gentlemen. The first match of the night, the Vaude Villains taking on the Lucha Dragons, Kalisto and Sin Cara. The Vaude Villains uh, win here in their debut. Uh, that's to be expected. I mean... The Vaude Villains are, you know, they're they're very strong guys, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, they really, they're ones that put their heart and soul into it. But then again, the Lucha Dragons, you know, same thing. I love them, mm-hmm. you know, the high fly and all that. But, yep. of course, you know, it's their debut. You know they're going to win. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. You can quote me on this. I'm saying this on this very day. How I'd say within about two or three months, depending on how the Vaude Villains look the first few months, how I think sometime this summer or even before the summer begins, I think they're going to get a tag team title shot. I really do. I think these guys are going to catch over quickly, how and the fans are going to buy into them. And I think maybe you could see possibly down the road maybe a match between the Vaude Villains and the New Day. You never know. You never know. Uh, I see Enzo and Cass getting a tag shot first before them. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Enzo and Cass, they were not on this show tonight, however, or last night, I should say, which is unfortunate because uh, they had the night off. Uh, talking about Divas, however, that leads us to our next match. However, the beautiful, lovely Natalia, of course, <laughs> taking on the Husky Summer Ray, of course, and Natalia won by submission. However, afterwards, Charlotte looked like she was ready to get in the ring, as she and Ric Flair, her father, was saying ringside, but she backed off, however, and didn't get into uh ring with Natty. It looks like they're setting up something with these two, possibly maybe going into payback, maybe coming up in three weeks in Chicago. Uh, well, you know, Natalia's a heart, so... Yes. Comes from strong, strong, strong bloodline, basically. Um, yep. I yep. think that they have not been doing very well with her or her character. Um, I think they've been shitting on Natty a lot. Mm-hmm. I would agree. A, I would definitely agree. She's a, she's a strong diva. You know, she's a really, really strong diva, and she really can beat them, but they're making her look like she's a doormat. Mm-hmm. She's inferior. She's inferior, right. I would agree. I would agree. And speaking... I mean, this is coming from, you know, she's kin to Bret Hart. Oh, yes. Hart. Really? I mean, you're going to make her look like a doormat? No. Yeah, exactly. I'd agree. <laughs> I would agree. And, of course, that leads us to our next match, ladies and gentlemen. The rematch that we thought we were going to see, however, after what happened Monday night did indeed happen here on this night. However, The Miz taking on Zack Ryder. The Miz, of course, uh, once again cheated thanks to his lovely wife, Maurice, however, and as a result is still your IC champion. Uh, I'm pissed off about that because Zack Ryder, once again, underrated, super underrated, excellent superstar, can really be something... Um, can really go somewhere, and, you know, and then 
there was an article they said that he won it by mistake. Bullshit. Um, Zack Ryder needs to uh, get that belt back. He needs to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Miz, to me, the Miz has potential. I give him that. Mm-hmm. He is he's great on the mic. Yes. But I I don't like him as champion. No. no, neither do I. I. I agree with you. I think, and I can't stand his bitch ass wife either. Oh, she's terrible. She, she is like Summer Rae times ten. And uh, I've told you guys before, off the air as well as on the air. I had a friend who uh, met the Miz, however, a couple times whenever he came to L.A. However, and he is the biggest arrogant, pompous prick you ever want to meet. However, I mean, he really thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. Let's just say, both in the ring and out of the ring. I mean. She saw him one night at a bar, I guess it was after some house show at the Staples Center one night, however, and I guess he kind of stiffed the bartender and uh, kind of uh, left him a very little bit of a gratuity. And uh, I found this out the next day from my friend. I said, you've got to be kidding me. He's like, no, he was a real, real douche. So, go figure. Uh, speaking That's of big... surprised me. No, not at all. Speaking of big man, let's talk about one of the bigger men in the uh, uh, scene right now, the newbie, Apollo Crews, taking on Curtis Axel. And as a result, Apollo Crews coming up uh, with a big win the other night against Prince Pretty Tyler Breeze. He comes up with another one here in the form of Curtis Axel here tonight. Your thoughts about this one? Okay, so uh, Curtis Axel, the son of the late, great Mr. Perfect. Um one of the all-time best ever in the business, and they're making him look like a bitch. Yes. I got a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Because, not to say that he has to be exactly like his dad, because he doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. But I know he's better than what he has been. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's not. Apollo Crews... <laughs> He's the the NXT Bobby Lashley, basically. Yes, like, he is. You know, um, huge powerhouse. Uh, mm-hmm. The the maneuvers and his finishing maneuvers and everything else are fucking amazing. Yeah. Excuse my language, but they are. They're out of this world. Yeah, that standing moonsault is incredible. Yeah, he's fast. Uh, he's just awesome. Tyler Breeze, I'm going to say it again, and I know Gerard's going to love hearing me say this because <laughs> Tyler Breeze is very underrated. I wish that they would do something a little bit better with his character. If he's going to stay heel, fine. But this shit of coming out looking at himself and, you know, uh, change that up a little bit. You know, give him a little bit more uh, charisma to his character than stop worrying about how pretty his hair is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, his theme is one of the better. It's a pretty unique theme, i got to say. But still, I mean. You're talking about Curtis Axel. The one thing I will say about Curtis Axel is I think it's time to maybe, like, the League of Nations, how it ditch the social outcast thing. I mean, it's just not catching on. I mean, okay, you got Wendy's boy, he's thinking he's all that. you got Bo Dallas, I'm sorry, he thinks he's the comedian of the group. And then you got Adam Rose, however, who just continues to be the clown of the group, however. So I just, I don't know how long they're going to keep the social outcast around. How I think uh, they're kind of starting to phase him out more and more like they are with the League of Nations, but right now your guess is as good as mine. But uh, speaking of Tyler Breeze, uh, he took on one of your favorites, Michelle, in our next match, Dean Ambrose. Afterwards, Chris Jericho ignored him by walking past him on the ramp afterward. It looks like they're saying that maybe finally Jericho and Ambrose once again. They're going to start a feud with them? <laughs> 
Apparently, however, I mean, it says here, Jericho ignored Ambrose by walking past him on the ramp afterwards. So Ambrose was back on television, apparently, or last night by taking on Prince Pretty here in the You know, J.D., that could actually be a pretty interesting feud, honestly. Yes. Um, yeah, because you got the lunatic friends against the all, you know... Uh, Arrogant Jericho. Yeah, um, the best in the world, or whatever he calls himself. Yeah, you know? he's been calling that him lately, Heller. I'm like, I thought that was CM Punk's line, but okay, I'll take it. Um, I'm sorry, CM Punk, I know CM Punk has never said he would go back to WWE, but he hasn't had much to say about Jericho's little comments about him kind of uh, making uh, light of his name, you know? Yeah, um, I think Jericho and, and Ambrose could be pretty golden, but I really liked the Ambrose-Brock they were doing. Yes. Um, I thought that was a really good few, but this this might be interesting. This might actually go somewhere and, and get some ratings. Um, yes. Uh, Tyler Breeze, you know, poor thing. I mean, I don't think the poor thing has won a match since he's come to WWE. Yep, you're right. You're right. And before we go into the main event, however, uh, kind of a little somber note to report, however, ladies and gentlemen, uh, legendary country music uh, sensation Merle Haggard passed away today. And our thoughts and prayers are with his family and friends tonight. Uh, Merle had been sick for some time. I believe he was in his mid-60s or 70s. I'm not really sure, but uh, we would just like to express our deepest heartfelt prayers and condolences to the Haggard family and friends, however, as we lost a great country music icon earlier today. Yeah, I think he was 68. Yes, I I believe you're right, Michelle. I haven't checked that, but I I believe you're right, yes. Um, I love Merle Haggard. He was very talented, no doubt. I liked his songs, too. I just had a chance to listen to uh, Oki from Muskogee not too long ago at the local bar down the street from my house. And uh, one of my friends played on the jukebox about two weeks ago. And uh, I remember the first time I heard that song, I think I was like, I want to say 17, 18. I mean, I'm not a big country music guy at the time or a fan in general, but when I first heard that song, I thought it was a pretty good song. So every once in a while, I go into my local watering pole, however, my one friend uh, usually plays a couple songs uh, that are country-related, and Merle Haggard's one of them that he plays, so I know he'll be playing that, I'm sure, probably tonight, Howard, because it's wing night down at the bar, so uh, I'll have to uh, tell him about what happened with Merle Haggard if he doesn't know. And speaking of which, here comes our man himself, Gerard T. Smith, Mr. Madness himself, the king of kings, if you will, King Captain Unicorn. Are you with us, sir, Captain? Captain Unicorn. Don't you dare be sour! <laughs> just in time, however. We are just talking about SmackDown tapings from last night's show, however. I'm sure, Gerard, you've been listening in our SmackDown uh, uh, thoughts overall, however. Uh, your thoughts about the show so far from uh, last night? Uh, I did catch a spoiler thing. Yes. can't really remember what it said, but... I thought it was good, but now I forget. Well, we have the Vaudevillains beat the Lucha Dragons. Natty defeats Summer Rae. The Miz defeating Zack Ryder. Thanks to Maurice. Apollo Crews defeating Curtis Axel. And we were just talking about Dean Ambrose against your boy, Prince Prey, Tyler Breeze. Apparently, Chris Jericho ignored Ambrose afterwards. And it looks like they're setting up a feud with Ambrose and Jericho now. I read somewhere Jericho's leaving again. Really? I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, he is. Okay. Okay. Damn it. Jericho stays. Yes, please. 
Well, before we get He'll into be back a, in eight years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, before we get into our big debate moment of the night, let's talk about the final match of the night, however, and get everyone's thoughts here. Uh, here was your main event tonight. It was AJ Styles and your boy Michelle Cesaro taking on Jericho and KO. Of course, Styles pinned Owens after he was distracted by Sami Zayn. The Dudleys then came out and, I believe, attacked. Uh, I'm not sure who they attacked, however, but then Roman came out, and then he and Styles apparently shook hands, however. So I guess uh, they're kind of playing a cool for now, but you never know what will happen on Monday in Los Angeles. Uh, let's get your take on this for the main event. Who, me or Gerard? You, and then I'll get Gerard's opinion. Uh, all I'm going to say is I love Jericho. I love Owen. God knows I love Cesaro. Who was the other one? AJ, AJ Styles, yes. AJ Styles, oh my God. Anyway, um, that man is, phew, wee. Mm. Um, I hope that AJ Styles beats the dog shit out of Roman Reigns. Yes, yes. And I think we're definitely going to see a match between these two, as we said, possibly down the road in the next few weeks, possibly maybe in the U.K., maybe even after the U.K., possibly in Chicago at Payback. Uh, Gerard, let's get your take on the main event this week as far as SmackDown goes. Your opinion? <laughs> well, I'm sour because the heels didn't win. Yes. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It's understandable. It's understandable. No problem. And uh, with that being said, now we are now going to turn it over to the King Madness himself, who has our moment of the night, and our great debate of the night to share with us. So let us uh, turn it over to him right now. Did you say I'm a master debater? (laughs) 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 Yeah, we can say that. But please tell us what do you what what can we say? What can we say tonight is the the, what is the what is the uh, let's just say the topic on the table tonight? Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose this sooner or later. I'm still listening. I don't think anyone can keep a straight face right now. And I was thinking about that for like stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lordy, Lord. Oh, uh, that's okay. That's all right, Michelle. I think we're all. Oh, you know, it is. It's hysterical. It's hysterical. I agree. Hold on. Know what you do on your personal time, there, King NWO. <laughs> yes. Did any of you guys hear about Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal at all? He's going to wrestle uh, next year at Mania. Yeah, he's already said he wants to challenge the big show next year for Mania already. Jesus Christ, really? Yeah, he made a statement about it on TNT last night, I think. His hometown. Uh, Didn't you say that last night or the other night, J.D.? I think I said it uh, last night, I think it was. Yeah, I think I said (laughs) said it last night. Yeah, there's been some talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Our boy Bobby Roode signed with WWE. Yeah, well, well, that's that's our topic for that's, tonight. That's going to be our our subject. Uh, oh shit! Okay, uh, the subject's going to be about Bobby Roode. Now he signed. Apparently, he signed to NXT, but uh, I don't think he should be in NXT. I think he should come up to the main roster. What do you guys think? Well, Michelle said it earlier. I would have to say I agree. I mean, if they're going to get a big, another big, strong, mean bull in that ring, however, and start facing out all the uh, 
former guys like Kane and Big Show and Taker, I think, yeah, I think it would be great to see him up uh, here right now. I think it would be awesome. Uh, I think he would be a great fit. I, I want him on the main roster, but, Gerard, it's hard for me to concept him being by himself now after he's been with Beer Money for a while. You know what? Why don't, why don't they put him down at NXT, put him with Austin Aries, and be the Dirty Heels again? Ooh, yeah. That's actually not a bad thought. Yes, I would agree there. I think that'd be a pretty interesting... Uh, they do some damage there. They could uh, take on some of the bigger names down there, like the Hype Brothers and uh, Dash and Dawson and American Alpha. I think that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good idea. Although I still think um, Aries should come to WWE. Yeah. I think he's too well, strong of a competitor to be put in NXT. He will. He'll he'll eventually get there. But that's what I mean. Like these guys aren't rookies. Like Bobby Roode, Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, uh, all these guys from <clears throat> different companies or the Indies. Like uh, uh, what's his name? Apollo Cruz. Yeah. But these guys are rookies. Like, but because I guess people don't know them from WWE, they say, "Oh, who the hell is this guy? Oh, this guy's a rookie." This. They're like uh, like Kevin Owens. He was no rookie. He's no. plugging his ass for 15 years in the Indies. Yeah, he was all oh. over the place. Ring of Honor, Europe, Japan, Mexico. Especially, he was a big name, especially in Japan and all those places, too. Hey, Gerard, I want to ask your opinion on something. Sure. Does, does Baron Corbin remind you of a younger Kevin Nash? Uh... <clears throat> Yes. I think so, too. He has that aura, or I don't know, something. Yeah. He's got the heel down pat. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's pretty hot. Do you know, (laughs) kind of off topic, but do you know one of the VOD villains Mm. married to Eddie Guerrero's daughter? Yeah, I think that's Scotch, oh. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember hearing something about because uh, Natty posted a picture on Twitter last night, I guess, right before the show backstage. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Uh, yes. Two of Eddie Guerrero's daughters, yeah. Vicky was back there, too, last night, wasn't she? Backstage? I think there was a picture of her backstage last night with... Uh, uh, I had never seen it, but I... Yeah, yeah I, I thought I heard, she, I, thought she, I heard she was backstage last night at the show in Houston. But I know Des Bryant, however, and they said that Finn Balor were backstage at WrestleMania on Sunday. In fact, Finn was in one of the uh, guys who was dressed up in one of the skeleton uh, looks, however, the, with the skulls, however. And uh, I guess Des Bryant was just there to observe the show itself, however, there on Sunday at WrestleMania. Gerard. Yes. Did you did you hear my comments I said about your boy Prince Freddie? I didn't. They better have been good. Um, actually, it is because I'm starting to become a fan of his. She's seen I, the light. A little bit bigger push, though. Well, yeah, and that's just what I was saying is that I think he's very underrated. If they utilize his character, maybe change it up just a little bit. 
to give him something more than, you know, keep looking at how pretty his hair is and how pretty he is, you know. You know, just uh, the crowd might accept him more. I, I don't know. You know what I was thinking, though, just now, too? I think every time now when Gerard comes on, I want to mention this to John. I think this would be a perfect idea. However, since we know Ty, uh, Gerard loves Tyler Breeze, we should have uh, his entrance as the gorgeous one. Play Tyler Breeze's intro, however. It would be perfect. Pink pretty. Pink pretty, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he. you're right. I mean, we've talked about him before, and I said, however, I mean, this is a guy who deserves a chance on the – I mean – like it, hold on, sorry about that. It was a little loud there. Sorry. I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, for a while was one of the most arrogant, but also one of the hardworking heels in NXT. I mean, he battled the best, whether it was Sami Zayn, uh, like I said, Finn Balor, uh, Neville, uh, who else, Bo Dallas. I mean, he has it down to the T. It's just, I mean, for a while they just buried him because the way he is, his attitude was both on and off uh, TV, you know. But at the same time, however, I think he realized, however, that he better clean up his act, however, and better clean up quick. Otherwise, he's going to have no future with the main roster. I think Vince is just being an asshole towards Canadians again, like he is with Natty and them. We were just talking about Natty. Funny you bring that up about Natty, because I want to get your take on the whole new Divas division. What's uh, your spin on it? Natty ain't going to win. <laughs> Vince, I don't know. It's it's funny. It's... Uh... Like, he goes with some Canadians, like Edge, he pushed to the moon, mm-hmm. and Natty, he wouldn't push for a foot. Like, I don't get it, because maybe she's hooked up Brett, and he's still sour about that, I guess. But Yeah. And, like, Christian, he wouldn't push very far. Well, that's maybe because he went to TNA or whatever, and that, after he came back, he kind of debauched it, I guess. But Yeah. It's weird, I guess. Yeah, it's... It's definitely out there, no question about it. I mean, it's um, Edge and Beth Phoenix are expecting their second baby. Yeah, I did hear something about that actually. What? Do you, speaking of Vince, how? What do you guys think of that new show, Camp WWE, that's going to be debuting in a few weeks? It's love. That's what? A, oh, you're sour. It looks good. It, it, I think it's going to be funny. I think it really looks funny, actually. True. But it's going to. It shows Rick Flair humping a tree or something. <laughs> no, it's well, a rock. At least it, at least it ain't a, it, well, we know it's a tree humper now. We can call that hump that tree. Hump that tree. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't know if you guys saw or not. I'm just going to watch it here in a few minutes, however. Uh, AJ Styles apparently had a chance to sit down with Michael Cole today. And, uh, uh, no, he, yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah, he says it's going to be a little bit hard when he faces Roman Reigns, however, but he vows to knock the chip off of Roman's shoulder. Hell yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> so you might want to check that interview out there, Michelle. <laughs> that's um, my boy. Yes. I'm looking forward to I'm going to definitely watch that later on for sure. I mean, that should be a very, very good interview, I think. Lord have mercy and come out anytime. Shirtless with a with a baseball hat on again anytime. Speaking of which, I gotta find uh, more stuff uh, uh, as far as the shield goes. Cause I still have to over on to part of my bet. However, day three of my bet. However, with her. Oh, however. 
speaking of the shield, did you hear they're gonna they're trying to do the Bullet Club versus the Shield? Yeah, I did read something yeah. about it. Yes. That yeah, but they say AJ Styles. I don't even think he's going to be part of the Bullet Proof. No. Ah, uh, what was I going to say? I just. It would uh, still be interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. What do you What do you guys think about the Wyatts uh, going up against the League of Nations? Who's going face though? That's the question I wanted to ask you both. I mean, that's uh, tough. not the Wyatts. I don't see the Wyatts being face. It's stupid. They're yeah. crazy. They're they got to be heel. Yeah. And the League of Nations. Uh, they have to be heel too. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. It's a little out there. I mean, I think right now they got to sit down and discuss this uh, more thorough. I mean, it just it doesn't make Wouldn't sense. Wouldn't the fans be shocked if uh, League of Nations turned face? <laughs> I think they just absolutely crap all over it, personally. I think they've, they've crapped over so much already. Why would they, and they crap over this? Because, like I said, I mean, you got uh, King Barrett, uh, or as I like to call him, the Bulldog wannabe, however... Because he is exactly like that. However, I mean, his contract's up in a few months. I think they're not going to do much with him in the next few months, if anything. They're going to probably turn have Rusev go back with Lana. Obviously, uh, Dom and Dumber, the Meatball versus and the Blonde Bimbo. Uh, you got uh, the Celtic Warriors, Sheamus, the Red Rooster wannabe, who belongs in a tanning bed somewhere, maybe, or at least eating his lucky charms. And then, of course, you got Alberto Del Taco who should just hop over the fence and go back to Mexico and uh, just. Open up a taco stand. I mean, the, the, it's just—it's a joke. It's a freaking joke. You know. Well, I—I <sighs> uh, I like Seamus when he first debuted. You know, he—he—he he, he is a good competitor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's very strong. I mean, Wade Barrett. I've always liked Wade Barrett. Yeah. Um, I think he's entertaining. Rusev, I don't care much for, uh, basically because of the shit that he did. Of, you know, he stepped on the United States Championship belt and, you know, messed up the flag and all that shit. But um, Alberto Del Rio has always been a tough competitor. Yeah. Um, who am I missing? Anybody? No. No. I, I just think that they were all better single competitors. That happens a lot. You know, you get these single competitors that are great, and you put them in a faction, and you're like, oh, shit, what happened? Right. You know? I mean, it's nothing against the League of Nations at all. No. Because they are a very strong faction. They have very strong men in it. Yes. Uh, but if they turn face, that would be a big shock. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Um, they don't really know what they're doing because they put League of Nations versus the New Day. Yeah. Now they're putting them against the Whites. They're just trying to throw shit together. See, that's what I, I hate. Yeah. That's part of their uh, booking philosophy. <laughs> I mean, they think they can solve it in one false swoop. You just can't. No way. No chance. No chance in hell. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, obviously, of course, oh, I'm trying to think here. What else is there to bring up here? Um, 
Obviously, we talked about AJ Styles. We talked about the Divas division. Uh, we kind of talked about the tag division, however. Um, wow, what else could we touch upon here? I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. Crap. <laughs> I am, oh boy, this this is tough. I, I, can't, I can't even think right now. I mean, I'm thinking, but I, my mind's just... Ah, running on fumes, you know. Oh, don't I know? <laughs> mm. uh, I, I thought Shane McMahon did a very good job on his first night of running Raw. Yeah, I was going to ask everyone's opinion about that. that. That's a good point there, Michelle. Uh, what was your take? I, I thought he did a good job. I mean, it, it was actually a pretty good show. It, you know, it had a lot of good people, a lot of good um, debuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Certainly. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, um... If Gerard, there's... what do you think? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, doesn't matter if there's a monkey running the show. It's still ran by Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon tells people what to say and do. So, uh... Doesn't really matter. Yeah, monkey see, monkey do. You know, if there's one guy right now, let me ask you guys this though. Uh, I'd say in the last year or so, if there's one guy that has really been a major disappointment from the time we heard about his hype and everything to the main roster now, what one guy or couple people would you say have been the biggest disappointment so far in the WWE? I mean, I can think of a few. That's I can a very do. good question. Yeah, I can think of a couple. Uh, one I would have to say would be, uh, wow, this is tough. This 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 is real tough though. Um, I would say one would be, um. God, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. I would say one would be Damian Sandow. I'm going to go with Damian Sandow's one of them because, I mean, here's a guy who I thought, along with Curtis Axel, they would have something cooking with the Mega Powers or Mega Maniacs. And then all of a sudden, it was probably Vince's call that made this decision. He just pulled the rug out from underneath them, literally. It was the Hogan thing. That's why they had to stop doing that. Right. Yeah. But if it hadn't been for that, however, I think that's one of the superstars that's been kind of disappointing. You know, I know what you're saying about the Hogan thing and everything like that, but I think that's one of the few guys I think that has just been a major disappointment. Another guy I think I'm going to be totally, uh, I'm not totally biased against this guy, but I think this is a guy who I don't think they've done nothing right with him ever since really the last few years. Ryback, you know. I mean, yeah, he's doing the whole Ryberg thing now, but it's just, I don't think anyone gives two shits about this guy, you know? I know I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, the thing is, they keep switching them like Big Show. You can't keep switching them back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It's just yep. uh, it's nonsense. Like, if it's not working, I don't know what to do then. Because if you're face and you, like, the fans don't like you, you don't connect with them, then go to heel. And if you don't connect still, then 
I don't know, wear a mask or something. I don't know. He'd have to do <laughs> something. But, like, Big Show changed 13 times or something. Like, yeah. that's friggin' nuts. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. It's just, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they got... Some of these guys, they don't know what to do with, you know? I mean, it's just hard. It's really hard, you know? It's just, I mean... You got a full roster. You got no one else to compete with besides TNA and ROH. However, they're on different nights and in different times. However, but it's not like you have three federations anymore. You don't have the big three anymore. You have maybe a federation that's barely clinging to life at this point, barely grasping at straws in the form of TNA, somewhat. And then Ring of Honor, they're trying to do their best. However, on their new network TV, Comet TV, uh, and they haven't done real bad. I've heard, but I've heard they haven't done great either. You know. Oh well. Well, coming up, <laughs> coming up in a little bit, folks. How are we? I uh, got a surprise for you. How are coming up tonight on Revolution Radio? Uh, one big surprise to start the show out, hopefully, and then we got a big upcoming title match tonight. Gerard, uh, please let us uh, know out there who the title match is against tonight, if you could let us uh, know, please. Going to be against. Going to be me, Mister yes. Bonsai. Mm-hmm. This is Hulkamania <laughs> Bob Ziggler. And that'll be for what belt? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the true pioneer heavyweight championship. All right. Very good. Very good. And, of course, uh, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw will be on as well as Gerard, of course. He and I will handle the news for you. Michelle will be on as well, along with John Gross uh, giving us the birthdays and dates in history and uh, of course Chad owes up a little bit of a small wager that he made with uh, the Iceman here, a tiny oh, little one God, no. <laughs> oh yes unfortunately he's only going to do it for a short time though so it's not going to be all night guys but we have to get this out of the way, he does have to owe a little bit of a bet he uh, has to fess uh, owe up to me on uh, from what happened on Sunday shall we say but uh I uh, don't think we have anything else to debate about tonight, guys. Uh, is there anything else we could close it out with? Uh, we'll start with you first, Gerard. Anything else you want to close us out with? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> that was easy enough. Michelle, what about you? Um, I don't think so. Okay, I'm. I'm. My computer's been acting goofy all night, guys. I'm sorry. I'm still. I mean, it's just it's on for a little bit, and then it just. Do stuff, but all of a sudden, however, it has to make me restart again, however. So I'm trying to get this back up and running here. So I might need some help from one of you guys, possibly, maybe, to close it out. But uh, that'll do it for here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank my guests, of course, the team of Mandis. Of course, we are here each and every Wednesday, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Caller ID number one three nine nine two five pound, and you can talk to the Iceman right now, along with the Black Widow, the Queen of Wrestling, the First Lady of Wrestling, shall we say, Miss Elizabeth herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Black Widow, and of course we got the Macho Man, King NWO, King Unicorn, Captain Unicorn. He's all those things, and then some. My man himself, Gerard T. Smith. So, uh, very good moment tonight there, Gerard, as you picked a great one. And of course, next week we will be back in the saddle again at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time till 9 o'clock as next week Michelle has a debate moment for us, and that should be a great moment. So I'm sure we're going to be looking forward to that. And, of course, we will be back again 
uh, the week after that. And we'll continue to be here each and every Wednesday from 8 to 9 o'clock, however, prior to Revolution, because we're going to set you up for a good time with our big three here of myself, Michelle, and Gerard, debating the moments of the day and, of course, uh, giving you our opinions. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to call tonight, however, we want to thank you for listening in tonight, however, we will be back here in just a short little while, however, in just a little bit, to give you our thoughts on Revolution and also get ready for the big title match that will be coming up on Revolution Radio. And, of course, that will be begin shortly. And the caller ID on that number is 138055-POUND. And you can talk to all of us tonight. So, for now, we're going to wrap it up here. Call it an evening. We thank you for listening. So, with that being said, this is the Iceman, along with Miss Madness herself, Queen Elizabeth why did I say Queen Elizabeth? Queen Elizabeth, yes, I should say. The Black Widow herself, the First Lady of Wrestling, Michelle Lindodds, and of course the Macho King himself. Yes, folks, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, Captain Beer, Captain Unicorn. He's all those things. Uh, this is the Iceman saying so long, and we will talk to you again very soon. Have a great night, everyone, and thanks for listening in tonight. So long, everyone. Good night. Good night. George, you still there? Yellow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.